Section 14 of Nature and Art, Volume 8, Number 1, June 1900. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Industry, Wheat Harvesting. J. F. Stewart, Chapter 1. We have been told ye cannot live by bread alone, which is no doubt true, but aside from the use of animal flesh as food, bread in some form has played the greatest part in sustaining mankind. There have been found on every continent and every island of the globe rude stone implements that tell by form only of their possible use. We read the story of the prehistoric relics largely by comparison with modern things and hence judged that the crescent-shaped flint implements, serrated upon their inner edge to be seen in the British Museum and elsewhere, may have been used by the savages as reaping hooks. The natural habitat of wheat must necessarily remain a matter of dispute, for history cannot tell us of the time when the wild grain began to be cultivated by the savages, whose traditions are silent, nor when it was introduced into the various countries. The first harvest scenes depicted are found upon the stones of ancient Egypt, representing slaves with reaping hooks at their tasks, scenes cut there before the time of Moses, long before the Exodus. In the ruins of Egypt, bronze reaping hooks have been found, differing little from those used for trimming long hooks. In the sediment of Lake Neuchatel in Switzerland, where have been discovered the remains of an ancient and forgotten people, whom we name merely the Lake Dwellers, Wheat and other grains have been found, and also reaping hooks of bronze, and from the bogs of the Scandinavian countries, where, in conformity with religious rites, were thrown prized articles upon the death of their owners, sickles have been taken. From the time of bronze in Egypt to the centuries following the Dark Ages, the reaping hook was probably the only instrument used in the harvest. When comes the beginning of the end of barbarism in a nation? then industrial progress germinates and in proportion as barbarism has decreased the efforts for improvements in methods adapted to reduce human labor have been successful the cloud that cast its shadow over europe during the so-called dark ages practically suppressed all efforts and it is only since then that the energies directed to mechanical progress have had a fair field following the reaping hook not many centuries ago came the scythe for moving hay. It was but an enlarged reaping hook, so planned as to call into action the entire physical system, however, instead of the mere right arm, and with it a man was able to lay in swath many times more grass than had been accomplished by any previous implement. In America at the beginning of this century, the scythe has been modified so as to adapt it to the cutting of grain, and with it the straw was laid in a neat swath by a man who swung it, ready to be raked and bound by another. This, however, was nothing more than an implement. We read that machines were attempted before the beginning of the present century, and are told by Pliny and others of a box-like cart pushed by an ox between weirdly extending thills, and having a comb at front, adapted to pull the heads from the standing grain. A man walking beside with a hole-like instrument scraped the heads into the box. 
it is no marvel that this implement made by the gauls as early as a d one did not come into general use we also read that a machine was attempted in hungary during the latter part of the eighteenth century and that prizes were offered in england for a reaping machine it is safe for us to consider however the efforts of mr gladstone of england who in eighteen o six produced a machine adapted to cut grain and deliver it in a swath beside the machine with what success we are mainly left to judge by the construction of the machine itself which embodied many of the valuable elements of the reaping machine that held sway during the second third of the present century only to be forced into the background by better harvesting methods in order to give mr gladstone the credit due him it is proper to say that his reaper like nine-tenths of the modern harvesting machines was adapted to be drawn and not pushed as the implement of the gauls was its cutting apparatus was extended well to the right so that the horse drawing it might walk beside the grain to be cut it was supported upon wheels one at the outer extremity of the cutting apparatus and the other substantially in the position now placed in harvesting machines and his cutting devices were operated by it his machine was not only adapted to cut the grain but deliberate at one side in order to make a clear path of travel in cutting the next round his machine did not come into use but was patented and thus made public whether practical in detail or not matters little for he left to the world as a legacy the foundation principles of the reaping machine those who followed enriched the art only by additions and modifications a second patent was granted to him covering improvements his machine might leave the grain in almost a continuous swath or in gavels which depended only upon the number of raking devices applied to his rotary cutting apparatus in the patent granted to salmon who followed him in eighteen o eight is found a grain receiving platform differing in no respect from that of the early practical reaper a cutting apparatus placed at its forward edge a divider to separate the grain being cut from that left standing and an orbitally moving rake adapted to remove the grain in gavels to the ground while it is of actual achievements that we shall mainly write it is well to say that the actual achievement of the reaping machine was accomplished largely from knowledge given us by those early inventors and it is proper that we point out precisely what they have taught us for more than thirty machines have been patented in england and america before the machine of bell the scotch preacher of eighteen twenty eight was placed upon the market in england kerr smith and others added their might of knowledge and in eighteen twenty two henry ogle an english schoolmaster invented a reaping machine that was made by a mr brown and which cut one acre per hour the trial was so successful that the laborers in the field fearing the competition of the innovation mobbed the inventor and maker and broke up the machine the patent shows its construction the cutting apparatus of modern harvesting machines is a modified form of shears in the early machines shears pure and simple were arranged in series before the receiving platform as cutting devices they operated well but were objectionable on account of the fact that they did not clear themselves of shreds of straw and grass bell's machine may be considered the first practical reaper because in it was found the essential combination of mechanical elements not only of the reaping machine 
but largely of the modern self-binding harvester his machines were so successful that as late as eighteen sixty four they were busy in the harvest fields of england and laid a swath more perfect than any implement used before them they were followed by a troop of girls the like of which is still seen in the fields of those sections of england and scotland where the modern self-binding harvester has not yet found its way the erstwhile scotch student when working behind closed doors on the little farm worked by his father though inspired by high hopes little dreamed that he was in any measure laying the foundation for greater results and a few at the present day know that one of the most essential elements of the modern self-binding harvester was reduced to practice by that youth who as the rev patrick bell administered to the spiritual wants of the members of a little flock in scotland for many years two machines at least were brought to america but not until american reapers had been perfected to such an extent as to meet all of the requirements bell's machine was pushed before the horses as modern headers are its reel was supported by forwardly reaching arms as now it had dividers and all essential elements the only faulty one being the cutting apparatus the story of his efforts as told by himself is interesting the facts pertaining to the construction of his machine may be found in encyclopedias and in court proceedings although america is considered the cradle of this art we must bow to bell and others and claim only that which we have accomplished founded upon the information and machines they left in the fishing village of nantucket on the island of that name of quaker parents a boy first saw light who later became famous because of his inventive talent in that little village the whaling industry upon which success in life depended was extensively carried on like other boys the lad obed hussey took to the sea but tiring turned his attention to a machine for reaping grain he made a model of the machine and in eighteen thirty two eighteen thirty three constructed a machine which he operated in the harvest fields near cincinnati ohio he builded better than he knew for his cutting apparatus sings his praise in the harvest fields of every continent and will probably do so until man ceases to exist it has been modified in various ways but no material improvement has been made since it left his hands his machine was a combined reaper and mower he placed his gearing carriage upon two wheels not a mowing machine of the present day is constructed otherwise he jointed his cutting apparatus to the supporting frame in order that the machine might conform to irregularities of the surface of the ground again it may be said not a mowing machine of today is constructed otherwise in order to adapt his machine to cutting grain a detachable grain receiving platform was applied and a stand for a raker as well as manual delivery reapers thousands of such machines are made in america and sent to europe where the self-binding harvester has not yet won its way these four things were new his cutting device his raker's stand the cutting apparatus jointed to the gearing carriage and the detachable grain receiving platform limiting our inquiry to hand raking reapers it is proper to say that this was the culmination no reaper has ever been made since that time that did not have these elements arranged as he had combined them 
in the face of historical facts court decisions and patent office records printer's ink will be wasted in vain in any attempts to win the laurels from the modest quaker the necessities that called for these machines were the result of the high hopes of the pioneers of the west who finding natural garden spots of dimensions greater than the scope of the eye ploughed and sowed more than they could reap more than labor could there be found to reap naturally then the first practical machines of america were invented where the great western fields which in their ripeness inspired inventors on a day during the harvest of eighteen thirty three a group of farmers and idlers were interested in the tests of a reaper about to be made mr hussey's machine was started but some disarrangement caused delay an incredulous young man strong of arm picked up the implement of one of the cradlers and swung it with a broad sweep into the grain declaring that that was a kind of reaper to have mr hussey though possessed of a quiet manner characteristic of the quaker felt stung and asked the bystanders to help him uphill with his machine he then guided the machine down it on the run and every straw was laid upon the receiving platform with the exactness in which it grew the machine repaired demonstrated its ability to such an extent that others were ordered for the following harvest and manufactured in a little shop on the farm of judge algernon foster near cincinnati ohio for the harvest of eighteen thirty four two machines were made and sold and from that time on have continued to be used up to the present day where as said in the so-called manual delivery reapers extensively used in europe they are found substantially as constructed by him having added thereto only the finishing touches applied by modern mechanics as a mowing machine slight improvements have been made the only competitor for several years was one produced by enoch ambler patented in eighteen thirty four a single supporting and driving wheel was used in amblers and a reciprocating cutting apparatus also but the specific construction was not like that of mr hussey it came into considerable use and may be considered the prototype of the single wheel reaping and mowing machines that found their way upon the market subsequent to eighteen forty with the practical features proposed by a third of a hundred inventors carefully embodied in the machines at the close of the first third of the century came the practical reaping and mowing machine nearly one half of the labor of the harvest field was dispensed with the ring of the cradle blade when whetting after the cutting of every round soon ceased to be heard the sound of the cutting device of the reaper and mower was not so musical but may be likened to the chuckle of one in his ecstasy who has succeeded in his accomplishment the burning sun scorched but half as many laborers as before the labor of weary ones over the hot stove in the crude habitations on the farms was lessened the harvest time became less dreaded the scarcity of help became less felt and the hours of labor were shortened homes became more cheerful for the farmers wives and daughters before called from household duties into the burning sun had now moments that could be devoted to planting the rows and vines reflecting upon those early days experiences such as can soon only be called by the artist are brought to mind in our imagination we see the troop of harvest hands arisen from an early breakfast taken after an hour's labor at chores moving to the fields often before the sun has kissed the dew from the lilies that beckoned them on the way 
young women as well as young men though with a hard day's labor before them they are chatting merrily as when gathering at school in the winter when the labors on the farm are not so great in those days few children who could walk knew leisure the babe was often taken to the field and a still toddling youngster left in charge while the mother bound after the cradlers it seems as if the expression hungry as a hired man must have originated on these western prairies for in these early days five meals a day was the rule about mid-forenoon two boys were spared from the field long enough to go for luncheon soon to return with a well-filled basket and water jugs the cloth was spread upon the stubble and a hasty but hearty meal spread perhaps a solitary tree shaded them so far the harvest scene resembled the picnics we enjoy to-day in the heat of the day an hour was taken for rest at mid-afternoon another lunch was served then at sunset came the supper only after which from early morn the kitchen stove was permitted to lose its blush and the milking time far into the starlight while the night hawk boomed and the rest for the day came after bob white and the whippoorwill had ceased their calls what a change this century has wrought one man now accomplishes as much as sixteen did in the early days the self-binding harvester of to-day through the reaping machine was of a growth so slow that the efforts of a third of a century were required before the reaper was driven to the hillsides but of this later end of section fourteen